0: cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united Healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you learn more at uh1.com
1: i'm pat cummins i'm josh hazelwood i'm lizwin kawaja i'm mitch marsh i'm mitch stark and you're listening to the unplayable podcast
0: This is the Unplayable Podcast. We've got a great show this week with Australia All-Rounder Glenn Maxwell joining us. We'll hear some words of wisdom from India coach Ravi Shastri. Stick around for that at the end of the program. But we must start with the big news surrounding Australia's 13-player squad for the two-domain tests against Sri Lanka. 20-year-old Victorian Will Pekofsky is the bolter in the squad who doesn't love a bolter? Which features Queensland duo Joe Burns and Matt Renshaw. Gone from the side that drew with India in Sydney are the Marsh brothers Sean and Mitch, as well as Peter Hanscom. There was no room for Aaron Finch either. The full squad is as follows Tim Payne, captain and wicketkeeper, Josh Hayeswood, vice captain, Joe Burns, Pat Cummins, Marcus Harris, Travis Head, Usman Kawaja, Manas Labashane, Nathan Lyon, Will Pukowski, Matt Renshaw, Mitchell Stark, and Peter Siddle. Right. Lots of talking points around the squad. I would say most, if not all, have been addressed on cricket.com.au and the CL Live app, so head there and check it all out. The first domain test against Sri Lanka is a day-night pink ball match at the Gabba from January 24. Get your tickets from cricket.com.au forward slash tickets. Righto, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with Glenn Maxwell. Don't go anywhere.
1: I'm Mitch Marsh, and you're listening to the
0: Unplayable Podcast. Our first guest on today's show is a World Cup winner. He is the Melbourne Stars captain and a man who is sporting a very, very thick beard. Actually, he's just a hairy man in general. Please welcome Glenn Maxwell.
1: Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's nice to be here, Sam.
0: Glenn, it's been uh, great to have you on the show, mate. Uh, Talk us through, uh, where we're right now at the SCG Indoor Nets. Uh, because you're part of the one-day team to take on India in the Gillette one-day series. Must be good to be part of that squad and take on Virat Kohli in the Indians.
1: Yeah, looking forward to it. I uh, had a little bit of taste, I suppose, of white ball cricket this summer already uh, playing the T20s against India and the one-day series against South Africa. So uh, to carry on um, playing the Australian Strip is, is going to be exciting and it uh, comes at a good time. feel like I'm in pretty good nick at the moment, um, both, both physically, mentally, feeling in a, in a good place. So... Um, hopefully that equates to the runs, but it doesn't always work out like that
0: sometimes. India are the number one test team in the world. England are the number one one-day team, but India right behind them. What's it like facing India and Coley in one-day cricket, I guess? Uh, just from the outset, you've got to look at uh, at least bowl. Uh, you, want to, you want to bat second, don't you, so Virat doesn't have to chase?
1: Yeah, well, that's probably a key against them. He's, <laughs> he's got an unbelievable record chasing. Um, he's got something like 20-something hundreds chasing or something like that. he averages
0: like 19 in the second innings or yeah, in wins or something that's, like that. That's
1: pretty freakish. Um, <laughs> and, and he's done it against us a couple of times and just the way he sizes up the game um, and he's able to have a massive impact on whether India win or lose is is a credit to him um, and he, he's been pretty good this uh, test series as well. So, um, we got a little glimmer of that I suppose during the T20s uh, when he, he batted so well in that third T20 um, in Sydney and um, hopefully we can negate his impact and, and that'll go a
0: long way winning the series. Beauty. Uh, we're just here with big Billy Stanley too. Just how big is he? Oh, he's big. Um, <laughs> he's enormous. He's a giant. Um, we, we saw,
1: obviously, Billy hit the Australian Summer real hard last last year when um, he took on the Kiwis in England in the uh, T20 series and um, he, he bowled with real pace, real venom and, um, and if he can bowl anything like he did that, that series, I think we're going to be in good stead. Um, we're obviously missing the three big big quicks um, but I think we've got the the stocks in the fast bowling um, cartels to back that up at the moment Peter siddle obviously's been uh, on the sidelines yes. for the test series uh, he's put, been performing really well for victoria the strikers uh, over in England for essex um, so yeah he comes with great form behind him and great white ball form behind him so it's exciting for him to get his opportunity after Eight, years, eight away, years away from the one-day side. That's uh, he was old.
0: Suits so back then. He's gone through a yeah, bit of a
1: metamorphosis, hasn't he? Just
0: uh, <laughs> that was back when he was bowling
1: 150 and, and smacking meat. Um, <laughs> now he's now he's on the on the uh, on the grass and um, and just getting wickets,
0: smacking meat on the grass. It's a different Peter <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> um, your own form. You touched on that. You said you're in a good um, mental space. You're in a good space of your game. Just talk us a bit more about that.
1: Yeah, so getting the opportunity, I suppose, to uh, lead a team um, is a lot of responsibility and something I've probably been craving um, for a, for a while now. Um, I got a little taste of it during the IPL in uh, 2016, I think it was, uh, with the with Kings Eleven. Oh, it might have been 2017, sorry. Um, and that, that was awesome. I loved that opportunity to, to lead a side and and feel like I can really control um, one side of the game at least, and then. Able to put myself in different positions in the batting order depending on the match situation as well. So, felt like that gave me the greatest um, opportunity to impact the game, and uh, I feel like I've been able to do that, the same sort of thing with the stars this year, and um, and be able to insert myself in the in the batting order
0: where um, I feel like I
1: can have the greatest effect to to win games for my team.
0: It's interesting where you fit in the one day team. Where do you reckon you're best suited? Are you one of those guys that comes down at, at five or six to finish off an in innings, or can you be that player at the top? And sort of uh, not be the anchor, but bat through the middle and then explode at the end.
1: Oh, I think being a, a middle order player for most of my career, I think I'm probably better suited to that role. Uh, being able to take the middle overs and really own that, um, and bat through to the end where I can, I can obviously uh, take advantage of those uh, those later overs where uh, death bowlers are, are trying to bowl to a plan. They they seem to show you their plan. Um, with their, the fields that they set, I feel like I can control those overs really well as a batter. and uh, It's probably something I haven't done as well as I would have liked in the one-day team for the last uh, probably two years. and um, Hence why I've probably been a little bit inconsistent uh, being selected in certain squads. So hopefully with that, um, I suppose, a uh, bit more maturity and a um, bit more awareness of what I need to get ready for a game, I think uh, the results will turn soon.
0: Maxi, the uh, the test squad to face Sri Lanka in two domain test matches, as was named today, with youngster Will Pukowski, uh getting a shock call-up. Um, what do you know about Will? You've played with him for Victoria. It comes in, in in strange circumstances, given that he's scored a lot of runs, but he's also had his battles with mental illness. But what can you tell us about Will?
1: Yeah, Will's an outstanding young man. Um, he's someone who I've got a lot of time for and um, someone who I've loved watching develop in that in that Victorian team. Um, been luckily enough to be at the other end when he's been batting quite well, and um, we haven't put on massive partnerships yet, but we've been able to sort of spend some time out in the middle together, which has been nice. Um, he's a he's a very level-headed man. Um, obviously, he's had some uh, mental health issues recently, but um, I think the fact that he was mature enough to identify it um, and get help. Uh, to make sure he was back out there playing as soon as possible, I thought it was a, a, real sign of maturity from him, and, um, and it's not always the easiest thing to do. I know there's been a few creators um, in the Australian setup that have, or in the Australian domestic setup that have struggled um, with with similar issues, and um, to come out um, and identify is is a real sign that he's um, very aware of his feelings, I suppose.
0: Yeah, I remember the first time that I met Will, and I got to interview him at the Uh, inaugural Ponting v Gilchrist match. I think it was the best youngsters in the country squaring off out here at the SCG and got to interview him afterwards. And I was just blown away by how he articulated his thoughts. It was really impressive. And you could see that the way that he's dealt with this challenge and the way that he's spoken in the media today just seemed like a guy that was well beyond his years. And it sounds like that's done him well uh, for the battles he's going through at the moment.
1: Yeah, exactly right. And for him to get back out there playing, he played uh, the last Shield game Uh, Against WA, Um, and although he didn't get runs in the innings, he was able to get 67. I think he got in the second innings and batted beautifully and um, just showed his his class. He was able to bat through um, on it. Probably wasn't the easiest wicket to score on, but was still able to find a way to adapt his game and uh, and find a new way to score. So um, I'm looking forward to him getting an opportunity. It's it's really exciting for the Victorian. Uh, cricket fraternity, we're we're excited to,
0: for him to get that chance, and
1: uh, we all wish him well.
0: And just as a pure batsman, what makes him so good?
1: Uh, I think that's that, as you said, the maturity beyond his years. He's he's very level-headed, and um, he's able to uh, just absorb energy and uh, absorb pressure, and um, and just stick to what he he does really well. And that's just bat and bat and bat. He's got a really simple technique. Uh, he doesn't overcomplicate it. Um, everything seems to line up really like the same every time and um, yeah he, he's just a, a man who's built to score runs and uh, hopefully that that bodes well for Australia and hopefully he can continue that form that he's had with Victoria. I think he's averaging
0: around 50 in first class level so
1: hopefully he can do the same thing for Australia. Maxie
0: you weren't in that test squad. Uh, Trevor Holmes spoke today and your name was brought up um, and he said that uh, the message to you has been about focusing on white ball cricket figure of white ball cricket, particularly uh, with that World Cup in England, Um, he said that uh, you're content with that, that's where the selectors are content, but he also said that you made it known to them that test cricket is still not on one for you. Um, Can you share us a little bit about what that chat was like? Yeah,
1: well, I've certainly made it clear that I wouldn't have gone to England this year if I wasn't um, still trying to play test cricket. Um, There's a, a big thought from my side is I'm not getting enough first class cricket in Australia and, and that's probably shown by this summer um, I'm only, only going to play I think two uh, Shield games for the whole season yep. um, and when you you probably play more white ball and um, and trying to get ready for that World Cup it's going to hurt, you, hurt your chances of pushing forward your test selection so I've sort of taken that out of their hands and and signed with the county early, so um, at least I can give myself some sort of red ball cricket and some sort of um, longer form experience, because uh, for a player who's played as long as I have, I, I certainly haven't played the amount of first class cricket as everyone else has. Um, having been in a lot of um, limited squads since I think I was about 20, 23, 24, um, I've been in most of them since, and uh, that's probably deterred a bit away from my first class cricket, and um, even though I feel like I've got a, a, a decent record, I feel like I've probably underachieved, underachieved in that that area, and um, that just comes from not having a consistent base to sort of work from. Or feel like I've always been coming back from a series and um, play one shield game, and then you go back to another series. And um, last year was my first probably full year of shield cricket, and the results probably spoke for themselves.
0: Isn't it crazy that you're a victim of your own success because? A lot of the time, all these white ball tours and series get um, placed at the same time as Shield Cricket. So at one, in one um, respect, you're representing Australia and doing that, but at the other time, you can't push your claims for a test uh, berth because you're playing for Australia. It's,
1: hundred uh, percent. It's a bit of a double-edged sword. And um, If you are playing Shield Cricket, you're not playing for Australia. And if you're playing for Australia, you're not playing Shield Cricket. So you just miss out on those opportunities. But uh, what they've always said is runs in any format. Uh, creates is is it uh, always going to be currency but it's always a bit dip more difficult if you're batting down the order and um, I suppose batting uh, lower down the Australian one day side uh, probably a few years ago I was only batting for what 10 or 11 overs uh, to try and get us into a better position and um, they certainly weren't going to pick me in the test side because I was slogging a
0: quick 50 off 20 balls. So um, well, it's pretty amazing that you've actually played test cricket after all that. I mean, when you come to think about it, I mean, because you haven't... I mean, you've only played overseas, but um, for a player who's played so much white ball cricket and not as much red ball cricket, to actually have a baggy green cap is an achievement in itself.
1: Yeah, I certainly think I was lucky to get that first one. or um, well, that first test in,
0: in India in 2013,
1: but... Yeah, 2013. Yeah, in the batting and
0: the bowling... Yeah, that was so you can that, say that, was, that they've done that for Australia at match exactly level. Exactly right.
1: 2013. What a what a time. Um, yeah, that was a, that was an interesting time. But um, I, I suppose I look at the first three Tests I played. Um, I think I batted every. I think I batted in six different positions. Um, so they probably weren't quite sure how to use me properly either. And um, yeah, it was sorry. First four Tests. First yeah. First three Tests. So I, I batted everywhere and uh, probably didn't probably get quite enough time to sort of settle into a spot which is probably how I play my shield cricket anyway so I, I thought they probably thought that's how I, I best
0: play. So I guess the goal is now knock over these one day as, as tours to India and the UAE, um, World Cup and then it's um, Ashes time so how are you going to juggle in all that cricket uh, in such a short space of time? Yeah
1: and in between that I've got uh, one county championship game and seven one day domestic games so... <laughs> Uh, there's a there's a fair bit of cricket going on, um, but I'm just trying to give myself the best chance to be successful, um, as as Trevor Hone said uh, in that white ball World Cup. Um, let's just hope I can um, make enough runs in in the one day format, wherever I'm batting, um, and it's good enough to uh, show them that I've got the technique and the and the temperament to play Test cricket. Because I've I feel like I'm doing everything I can. I'm trying to make all the right moves. Um, uh, off the field by getting getting red ball cricket elsewhere and um, and showing that I'm, I'm 100% serious about this
0: and that chat between you and the selectors that dialogue's been pretty clear by the sounds of it from what you've said and what Trevor has said it seems like you're all kind of on the same page
1: yeah yeah kind of it's um there's always going to be differences of, of opinion um you're never going to see eye to eye with a selector um unless you're getting picked in every game exactly what I was going to say um, <laughs> but yeah there's always differences of opinion That I don't envy their job at all um but yeah, I'd certainly love to be in, in every Australian team but at the moment I've just got to settle for get myself ready for that World Cup.
0: One thing that Trevor said pretty emphatically today was that your character or personality is, is not one of the reasons why you've been picked out and haven't been picked in these sides. I mean, that sort of seems to be following you around but um, can you can you understand why people are saying that? It doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense at the moment.
1: Oh, not really. I think, um, I think when there was a lot of the good bloke chat um, being Victorian, that sort of rules no, out, may, doesn't may, it? Maybe. <laughs> uh, being, I suppose being, in the, um, being in, the, in the group that wasn't picked to go over the UAE and wasn't in the Australia A stuff, I suppose people will start to ask questions about um, why that certain player is, but um, they just had other ideas. They wanted to try new people and, um, and that's the way things went, but I'm certainly not sulking about it on... I'm pretty uh, happy with where I'm at at the moment. I'm I'm still trying to do everything I can to get back in that test side, but um, just got to make sure I'm making every post a winner from now on.
0: All right. Before we let you go, have you got a new shot for us coming up? Is there a, you've had the bazooka? Uh, was that some sort of modified ramp? You've got all these reverse sweeps, laps, flicks. Got are you working on anything special?
1: No, nah, I've been told I have to work on my forward defence. So <laughs> um, no, no, no new shots. It's um, it's actually been nice, this uh, big bash, to, to be able to just play normal cricket shots and, um, and just tr- try to be the reliable one and get the job done for my team, which is, is st- working so far. Um, but hopefully the stars can keep winning and um, finals time can be exciting.
0: All right. That was Glenn Maxley. Everyone, give us a round of applause for Glenn. <clears throat> Thank you. Cheers. Bye. <laughs> The KFC BBL and Rebel WBBL competitions are in full swing. Head to bigbash.com.au for all the scores and details and video highlights. And the first match of the Gillette ODI series between Australia and India is this Saturday at the SCG. Everything you need to know about that is on cricket.com.au and the Live app. Now, we leave you this week with some wise words from India coach Ravi Shastri. Now, it's fair to say... Shashri was pretty pumped up about India's maiden test series win on Australian soil. Here he is speaking after day five in Sydney. Virat Kohli is sitting next to him. Now, I forget the question, but I think it was something about Kohli's captaincy. Uh, You have to put it together yourself. Uh, But as the great Daryl Kerrigan once said, what do you know about lead?
1: You know, I said in Melbourne, you know, when uh, I think I mentioned people taking pot shots and firing blanks, you know, I was not... I was not joking there, because I knew how hard this team had worked. Because when you fire from there, by the time that blank crosses crosses the southern hemisphere, it's blown away with the wind like a tracer bullet. Okay. But lead, lead, with something in it, can be pretty serious. And that's what we fired right through the series against Australia. We were committed, and it jolly well made a bloody difference.
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?